0: all about empowering women to live a financially free and balanced life on their own terms. Right, Andressa? Yes. Day
1: and night and evening our dreams.
0: So we have a special episode today because this is our, our full-length interview. And I'm going to be doing some interviewing of Andressa, and she'll be doing some interviewing of me. And we're going to talk about huh. the biggest lessons that we learned in 2022. And we're actually going to focus on our three pillars, which is real estate investing, business, And self-care. So excited about this episode, and
1: we're going to jump in here. Love it. Before we get into that, let's hear a word from our sponsors.
2: You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. So whether you've got a single-family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today.
1: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner?
2: Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help.
0: right? There's a, there's a lot. And we sometimes even forget what we did in a year. So I know we work with our, our Strive members to really look back to say, what did I accomplish? What can I celebrate? Because there's so much uh, that, that everyone listening to this episode can celebrate. Uh, and I would even encourage you to look at your real estate investing, your business uh, strategies, as well as self-care to say, what can I celebrate this year? And then what can I look forward to? So we're going to jump into some lessons and we're going to get deep with you to share our lessons because there's lessons every every year, right, just. It's never like you get to a point where you're like, I'm good, I don't need to learn anything else until you die. Let's just be completely frank. So, you know, I think as we grow as entrepreneurs and real estate investors, the lessons get maybe a little harder, right? The lessons get a little trickier, but they're important and they're uh, ones we have to get. Because if we don't get them and celebrate them, they're going to come into the new year.
1: Yeah, 100%. And I think that when we think about our goals, right, what we wish for, our wish list, listen, the universe will give you opportunities to practice that so you can gain the skill that you need in order to achieve your goal. So if you are like, oh, I need to be more patient or I need to be more aggressive with my offers, well, the universe will give you opportunities that you can flex that muscle. But what happens is that, okay, oh, I need to be more straightforward with a conversation, for example, right, with my contractor. When that happens, you're like, oh, my gosh, why is this happening, right? So uh, it's all about the awareness. And we um, encourage you to track your wins, to track your progress. So that's exactly what we're going to share with you guys. And I'm going to share my perspective of of it, and Liz going to share hers. So let's start, Liz, with real estate. Okay. What is your big win for 2022?
0: Yeah, you know, it's interesting, right? As we've grown this community and um, it's so important that we have our hand in real estate, right? Obviously, because we're, we're leading a you know, community of women and we don't need, I mean, we built this just quickly. We built with the intent of that we didn't need to be the expert in every area. And I think Andres and I love, you know, you, you and I always talk about how we built this with so many women who know so much about real estate investing from so many different angles. But for us, you know, in terms of our experience, what we did and I'm, I really am proud of is that this year, uh, one, of my other, one, of, one of my other businesses, which is DeRosa Group, I started with my husband many moons ago, um, is, is, is heavily involved in the multifamily syndication space. And so Matt came to us, Adressa, and, and I think I was even um, the one that said, I'm not sure about it. <laughs>
1: Not, not because of the project. skeptical of, of <laughs> I Yeah, skeptical
0: of my own husband. I'll be rude bad. that. Matt, he's not listening to this. No, I was, I was skeptical. I was, you know, we're really mindful of focusing, right? With any business you're doing, any, any, anything, you just want to focus. And Andres and I have a very big mission. You know that with invest her and we have a lot going on and especially a lot of new things this year. So when we were talking about it was a basically a five property raise. I'm sorry, a five property portfolio deal, uh, two states, North Carolina, Kentucky. And, um, it was probably the biggest raise of, uh, raising of funds that, that DeRosa would, would need to do. And he said, Hey, would, would, would invest her, not you or Andresa, but invest her, like to be a partner on the GP side. And there'd be roles assigned. And, and one of those roles would be raising capital, uh, in terms of equity. And, and Andresa and I talked about it and we said, you know, it it takes energy and focus to do anything, another line of your business. But what I'm really proud of is that we did that. Um, not only just, it wasn't just about Andressa and I, invest an investor being a GP of a, of a syndication. That's, you know, that, yes, that happened. More importantly though, we're always listening to women's problems. And I, and I love that that's what we stand for because we sincerely mean it. And what women will say is, I'm a passive investor. I'm an accredited investor. And I can't find a good deal. I can't find something that someone I, a syndicator I trust or, you know, the project I want to get into. And we just, we, with anything you do, you have to solve people's problems. It's not about you and making, uh, you know, getting, getting on the GP side, you know, or slice of the deal. Because if you can't solve people's problems, then all of that doesn't mean anything. So we did solve that problem. And we were a very, one of the strongest general partners, not just because it was me and I said and that's her, but because we, we used our resources. And I'm proud yeah. of that. You know, and we shared something, a really positive project uh, in, in two, two areas that we have a lot of units already. And I'm proud of that. I'm proud that we opened that up to, what, 18 women who came on, uh, on board with us on, on that project and, uh, you know, looked to do some more of those kind of strategic alliances. But that was a way that we used what we had. Didn't need to be the expert in everything, right, in a 670-unit uh, project. But we know real estate and we know what women need and want and put those two things together. So I'm proud of that. I'm proud of what we did there. I'm proud of the project. And I'm also... It was tricky, right? Because I, now I had two hats on, which gets tricky with yes. my husband. <laughs> so we will have part two on the learn lessons with that. But uh, it's tricky sometimes because I can take things a little personally and, and I, don't, I don't look at him as my partner. I look at him as my husband and that's to come, more to come there in terms of <laughs> growing with your partner. But, um, but anyway, that, that from a real estate investing perspective, I'm really, really proud of the work we
1: did and the
0: opportunity we gave women.
1: That's awesome. How about For you? Me. For me, 2022, and I think that for all the overachievers there, right, when you need to take uh, the the foot off the gas, right? And I think that a lot of women um and men have a hard time with this year that we we didn't know what was going on with the market. We made assumptions of of well, everything, deals that cash flow before no longer cash flow, and we're pivoting. and like standing still or taking a deep breath and not pulling the trigger and crossing the fingers that things are going to be all right. It's a skill set. And I think that um, it takes a lot because our body, our mind is addicted to the the chemistry that we get when we purchase a house, when we refinance a property, when we rent it, right? And when you take that or slow down the, the process, It is, you're ripping the identity, right? And then you're like, okay, what is happening here? At the same time that is quote unquote ripping our identity is also giving an opportunity for us to explore other opportunities. We are looking at the hospitality business in terms of boutique hotels and and larger short-term rentals. So I'm proud of us for, opening up our minds, being aware, first of all, that what is happening, and like standing still and looking at different opportunities and focusing on moving the needle forward. And I think that that's what I'm really proud of, of, of us as a team. They were like, okay, we might not be able to acquire as we wish because things are shifting, But what can we do now? What is one thing that we can do now to move the needle forward? What can we do next month? What can can we do moving forward? And I think that that, to me, it's progress. That is progress. I don't feel stuck. I feel that we are consciously making a wise decision instead of pulling the triggers on things that are going to actually hurt and set ourselves back in our business. Yeah,
0: and it's so huge, right? Because you know a lot of women are struggling with with deals just not penciling out. They're not they're not working, and they're frustrated because they might have had a goal by the end of December. You know, I'm going to have that property, and it's just better to 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 move the needle, take action. You know, and, and your patience will pay off, um, and your creativity will pay off. So I love that. So uh, that that's for the real estate investing pillar. How about business? Because we always, and why we have business as a pillar, just to mm-hmm. reeducate you or to share with you why it's so important, is that, yeah, you could be buying property, you could be buying a rental, a short-term rental, long-term rental, any any sort of asset. Mm. But if you're not running it like a business and even understand what that even looks like, beyond just getting a separate checking account, most people do that, but really operating it as a business, yeah, uh, it will run you. You know, your business will run you instead of you running it. And, and we really stand for women living life on their own terms they can't do that if they're not running it like a business. So,
1: yeah, for business,
0: Andressa, what what was your biggest lesson?
1: <laughs> I think Take we need a more than a, I think we need more one. than
0: a forty five minute uh, 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 episode to to share that, right? But
1: what was your biggest yeah. one? It, it, was, it was the biggest lesson for, for me, right? When you start playing a different level, it, it it gets challenging if you don't level up your leadership skills at the same time. To be honest, right. I'll be honest right here. Please, be no honest? one's listening. Just be and nobody. And my cup of between, Dunkin' Donuts. Between us, Liz, nobody's listening, right? Think about this. I am an introvert. I believe in, in myself, what I bring to the table. It is, quote unquote, easier for me to do it myself, right? Raise your hand if you're listening like, yep, yep, yep. Building a business and, and growing a team is no joke right? But I had to really sharpen that skill set really, really deeply. We had to fire, we had to hire, we had to clean up the mess, right? There were betrayed moments that we felt betrayed. There were like recoveries that then we looked at the betrayer like, that was a blessing, actually. What a blessing, right? And we survived the, the hurricane and, and came out much clearer, much clearer on our positions, what is serving us, what is not serving us, what is serving the company itself, what is serving the women, what do we need to cut, what do we need to delay, yeah. what is really important, what do we, how can we hold people accountable for it? It's like a Clorox everywhere, basically. Yep. Right? And, and, and really get crystal, crystal clear and set the tone moving forward. And yeah. I think that we, we, we went to that and, and it was not easy to go through it. And I think that what I really love about it is that like you and I were like two peas in a pod, right? Yeah. You're like thick and thin and we stick support. We we looked for mentorship from from a leadership perspective in order. Mm-hmm. How can we handle it? Mm-hmm. We had to look at ourselves individually and what we can, we are we're bringing to the table that was contributing to that situation. And yeah. really, like take ownership and follow the mentors. Yeah. And when I say this, I just want to highlight when your mentor requests you to do something. You do it, you don't question it, you don't need to agree to it. you do it. If you're not doing that, immediately you're don't you're not trusting your your mentor and you it shouldn't it shouldn't you shouldn't even be mentoring by by this person that you're not trusting and I think that that is a a, a true testimony of you putting us putting our ego out and we yeah. can like. This is what it is. So I mean, yeah. that, that for me was, was big time lesson. I love it. Actually, I was going to say
0: something else in terms of preparing for today, but now I want to piggyback on what you said is another lesson that's very connected because I think it would give women listening a good, a good insight to preparing. So, you know, we had a lot of things we needed to work through, hiring, firing. And we really did. We really were like this um, in, in that process. Now, what's interesting is a month before that, and and I, were not, I wouldn't say like this, yes. we're actually going through a bit, a bit of a breakdown. And I'll say from a business perspective, we have partners. I know many people in real estate, many of you listening have a partner, whether you're partnering with your spouse, whether you're partnering on a flip, partnerships are very common in this business, because whether it's finding the deal, finding the money, the expertise, it's not uncommon for, for in our space to have partnerships, to be perfectly frank. If you want to grow, right beyond right. You know, a small portfolio, to be honest, right. And so, you know, Andres and I have had a really, had a, have had a really powerful relationship over the years. Had a very strong friendship, very close friendship. Really like each other. But as always, you know, how can I say this? It's hard to grow in a relationship if you're not growing yourself. And sometimes mm-hmm. you don't know you are growing yourself, but you don't. You may not know a blind spot. And so, you know. With working through our own communication and some of the things I'm brings to my to my plate um, and some things I bring to her plate of of how we show up for each other. We had a lot of um, tough conversations mm-hmm. right before we we had to deal with a lot of things in our team. And, I'm you know, in hindsight, I'm actually really grateful. It was yeah. really hard. It was really hard, to be honest, because I like peace. I was like my number one motivator in my entire life. Like, literally, I love peace. I like creating it. Um, so when that turmoil, especially with somebody who's very near and dear to me, um, like Andressa, um, I'm like off my game. I'm off my kilter. Um, it's, not, it's not something anyone wants to want, but I know for me and all the, all the assessments I've taken, um, having peace is really important. So that was a hard not to have that and to work through it and to kind of go through the mud, if you will. But what was really powerful and something I want to share with all of you is when you look back, you say,
1: oh, I'm so grateful for that happening.
0: I never thought that that happened because we're in
1: shaky waters. I don't know what would happen. Yeah. So when you
0: look back in a partnership, I think what's really helpful is when you give feedback and you have and you have the courage to. Are you are you giving feedback and do you have courage to give feedback to your partner and have those Mm -hmm. difficult conversations? Um, I think that's number one. I think you need to create space to do that if you're not doing that or it's going to become a tsunami. And then it's like, hold on, I didn't know you were so pissed off for six months. And that's, <laughs> you don't want to get there, you know, another cart conversation, like, whoa, I didn't know about that. <laughs> Meanwhile, just is like, dude, and I'm like, oh. you know, so it's so helpful to a have space in your schedules to have those conversations ongoing. Right? Check yeah. in with each other on a monthly basis. Hey, you know, what's happening? What's going on? Any frustrations here, anything we can work on, right? Number two, always remember in a partnership, there's you, there's a partner, and then the partnership is its own entity. And so the own entity of, of, of partnership or relationship cannot get improved upon if you're actually not working on each other. I'm sorry, working on things individually. Mm-hmm. While I work on things, I can work on tons of things, right? I can take things personally. Um, I'm sensitive, right? I can kind of go more internal if I don't know my opinion. I, I am pretty easygoing a lot of things. So, you know, where Andres is like, I have an opinion on everything. So, <laughs> you know, that what I, the I, hell, I, <laughs> I just do. I don't know. I thought everybody was bored with an
1: opinion developers.
0: I'm like, I'm good either way. So we even rank that. So I'll say, listen,
1: I'm not a nine out of 10 on this. I'm a five. Yeah, I,
0: I'm not attached here. Can you so,
1: can you can you see, explain that for a minute, Liz? Because yeah, I think sure. that's so and that important. And it has helped us so much with the it scaling.
0: Yeah, it might be a good way to discuss that with your partner, because say you're partnered on a flip and you're the person who walks the construction site and your partner is the, is the money partner and maybe the financial partner, right? And the, they run the books and you have very, you know, you have very focused roles. You looking at cabinets and saying, okay, I think we need to have this type of cabinet for this type of reason because of the type of market we're in or what have you. You might be a nine out of 10 because that's going to impact your product. Your partner trusts you and they, you ask them what they think. And they're like, I don't know. And then that kind of annoys you like this is a big deal. This is going to make our break. Maybe we can go 10,000, 20,000 difference because of the cabinets we have. I don't know if that's the case. <laughs> but regardless, they might be a five out of 10, meaning 10 is like, this is like really important to me. And zero is I can give a you know what. So what's really helpful to do on decisions is to kind of communicate that to each other. So you're not dismissing the other person or you're just like, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm on a five here. You, if you're a nine, go for it. Or if you are a nine, they know how serious you are. Um, Andresa and I have very specific roles, but we are co-founders together. We are partners in this. And, um, and, and as we make strategic decisions, it matters what I think and what obviously she thinks, even though she's running the day to day. And I'm, I'm not, I don't have that role. I'm very involved in so many things. So being able to kind of scale by using that language helps. Because if you don't think it matters, it does. Because the other person's like, why doesn't this person have an opinion? Especially if you're the more easygoing person, um, they're just like, do they have an opinion? Are they there? Are they, are they checked out? Because that's how that could come across. When in reality, that's not what's happening. Uh, because when I do feel strong about something, I share it with her and she knows yeah. Liz is Liz is really focused on this. And I'll be like, listen, I'm, I'm really, and I'll come back and keep coming back to my own opinion about it. She'll know this is something that Liz is a 9 out of 10 or I even say that. So it's a really good tool I would I would continually say your business and investing is only as strong as your partnerships. So if you're not working on your relationships, your business will suffer. So right there, point blank, put something in the calendar that's your relationship building time on just and I get together. We build we're we always building our relationship. If we don't do that, that will that will impact our partnership. Hands down. We know that. We don't, we don't um, compromise that. Do it on a continual basis. Speak about things as they come up. I would create a monthly space for your partnership time. So it's not like, you know, and if you have to make a list of things you want to bring to them on a monthly basis, do that. But not every time it comes up because that's distracting. And don't, don't, don't miss an opportunity to give feedback. Don't just skirt by and just take it. Oh, that's just the way the person is. Because in six months, you're going to have a laundry list and it's going to be like, I can't work with this person anymore. And that's, that's what you want to avoid. That's what I got on the... The business side i just needed to piggyback on what you said because i think it's very ironic and, and it's funny the universe presented that to us because and that helped us grow individually
1: yeah tr- tremendously and i think that once for example Liz says i am a 9 out of 10 and i say i am a whatever i want to say that i am like make a decision there's yeah. no need to go back and forth and I don't have the desire to quote-unquote win or we're not, we're not competing. We're on the same boat. So whatever that is, and I don't need to agree to everything. I just need to trust that is the difference of a successful partnership and a mediocre partnership. Mediocre partnership, there is a winner or there is somebody that won that battle, right? Yeah. I might not agree with the decision that we're going to make collectively but i trust her i trust her and i know her core genius she knows mine so based on that I say well she might be seeing something that i'm not let's go for it and there's always pilots right we're testing at all times as all you're time. growing strategically testing so i love this now let's talk about self-care yeah we're not right? putting that last ironically
0: we should have started that because Really, self care is, is 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 so funny. We really need to start with that because it isn't something that comes after the the success of things. It actually, mm. in order to succeed, right? You, you know, bringing in self care is critical. So, yes. um, so what do you got, on Jessica? What was your biggest lesson? What was your biggest um, takeaway for the
1: year on that on that topic? Big one, too, I think. <laughs> you know, I think that um, as we are growing, as we are expanding. I see self care as the fuel, the fuel for the car, right? So when, when you are doing a longer trip, you need more fuel. And I think that when the breakdowns happen, this is when you're going to check if you have fuel in the tank or if your tank is empty. If your tank is empty and you're having breakdowns, you are going straight to, to the drama triangle and, and Google that. If you don't know what that's I saw, that's a great, what pool. I mean by it, right? You're going straight forward to that and the ego is taking over and it's just not good for, for anybody. But if you do take care of yourself, then your tank is full and then you're bringing your, your core genius to the table and thinking about possibilities instead of blaming whose fault, fault it is. However, here's my, my, my thing. I don't want people to think about like self-care as a default, right? As we just talked about, that this is the last item that we're talking here. We need to review that. But intentionally, I think that for me, I need to intentionally look for self-care and, and do what I need to do despite anything else. But if I don't intentionally do it, it's not going to show up. How does that, what does that keep... look
0: like for you? Like intentionally doing it? Yeah. Meaning what, what does that look like? A- like tangibly. Uh,
1: Tangibly, I'll give you very simple, like basic self-care, right? My nails. I want to do my nails and I don't want to You like doing rush. that you like
0: going somewhere? Going somewhere. Freaking you like going
1: somewhere. A hundred percent and with okay. a specific person. Okay. So be- before, I, I, if I call them like out of the blue, they're not going to have time for me. So I intentionally put them on my calendar and I don't want to rush. And I don't want to go like just like in and out or, or, you know, taking calls while I'm there. I, I just want to intentionally put that on the plate. We were in San Diego for a BP con and Les lost a bat. <laughs> you know, I oh, said, let's, yeah. let's, let's do a concert, yeah, right? We'll, we'll, we'll make it happen. We'll make um, it happen. And we're going to report to you guys here. But like everything that we're doing, like, okay, what else can we do? More fun. We do our strategically meetings, uh, once a month, right? Now we're thinking, what other places can we do that? So we can try different place and maybe do a spa day or maybe do something else. So we're more mindful intentionally doing those things because otherwise it's a default and then default uh, nothing happened. Then I just want to sleep or, or, or relax. And then there's no fun. Right. So intentionally, mindfully scheduling more fun things, whatever that is, if it is dinner with your friends, scheduling, I, I love, you know, do quality time is my love language. So, scheduling time to be with people that I love, trust, and respect, it is important to be. So, I'm consciously doing that upfront, not as a default anymore, like I'm scheduling it. It's, it's yeah, a, I always it say it to, to you, it's nice like, candle.
0: it's like the, you know, it's almost like if you leave self-care, like literally, it's funny how we did that here today, but if you leave self-care to the end, you're going to get the scraps, you know, yeah. you're going to get whatever's left over and, you know, you're worth more than that. And if no one's told you that you are, and your your time and your energy and your, your soul, your essence to be that, you know, most effective, successful, you know, investor that you can and entrepreneur, um, you will get there by taking care of yourself, not getting there and then taking care of yourself. There's a very big difference. Um, and it's hard for ambitious women. It's hard for hard workers. Um, you know, we know that. We, we are that. <laughs> um, and, it, and it is. It's very difficult, but you have to put it in. I love that. I would say for me, God, there's so many different things. Um, I'm, I'm a naturally, I'm a, I'm a runner. I'll run. Um, so to say, oh, I, I meditate and run in the morning. And I do that for self-care. That's not the biggest lesson because I'll, I'll, I'll normally do that. I think for me is really being mindful of my, my habit around taking care of myself. And, and um, I started seeing a therapist again, which has been very helpful for me, um, helpful for a lot of people, but you know, oh, I'll just speak personally. And something she shared with me, and I'll tie it into a behavior that I wasn't really serving me anymore, that we need to continually look at, um, is, is a concept I actually wrote it down and I have it in my little therapist journal. <laughs> but um, and I don't know if I've shared this with you, Jessica, because I'm Justin. And I share a lot of ahas and moments. So I don't know if I've shared this with I you. Love but it. she you, talks new about stuff. yeah, some new stuff. She talks about in anything in life, there's a prep, there's action, and then there's a recovery. So prep, mm-hmm. action, recovery. And if you don't give your space to prepare, just like working out, you're gonna go, you're gonna go to the gym, you're gonna stretch. That's your prep maybe getting your, obviously your sneakers on, then there's action, you're gonna work out. Then there's a recovery, literally getting off that machine and just, you know, stretching again. There's always that, that and anything in life, there's those three pieces. You want to go buy a flip? You don't just, you don't just jump into the property day one on action. You're prepping, right? Money, deal flow, what have you. Then there's the action. And then there's a recovery of, okay, what did we learn from this? Let's wrap this project and let's move on to the next one. Then. That's a common theme. So for me to make this personal, That was happening for me It's a conversation, one of the many Andres and I have had together um, was that I had no recovery of shifting roles in my life. You know, so if you pack in a lot in your day and, you know, then you go to the bus stop, like literally there was days that the bus, I see the bus coming and I'm running literally in the middle of an email running to get the kids off the bus. And that was all the time. That wasn't like, oh, it's funny. Like, it was like a joke, bus stop. You know, they're like, oh, of course, Liz is running to get the kids at the bus stop. And so that doesn't serve me. And so what, what shows up for me is I need something to relax. And so, you know, I created a habit of having, you know, a, a wine on occasion, not even on occasion, on a daily basis, to be perfectly honest. This it's just you and I, Andressa. Um you know, I wouldn't have a lot, but it's just a way to quickly relax. That's what obviously alcohol will do. And there's nothing wrong with alcohol, but it's what will you take, What are you what are you consuming that for? What is it giving you? And as I reflected on what was working for me and not working was that there was no recovery time for me. There's no time mm-hmm. to just take off the hat of, you know, real estate, invest her mm-hmm. podcast, growing our community, you know, with heart and passion. And getting right into mom mode of five-year-old, nine-year-old needing things, reading with Zach, Sammy crying and whining, not eating her food, whatever. And so for me, um, I've been doing a bit, much better job with that. There's no, there's not about perfection, but it's about progress. I'm really proud of the work I've done. And something I've instituted is that I, I'm, I'm really working hard to. by three fifteen, right? The bus comes at three forty-five. By three fifteen. I'm taking a walk and I'm really shifting my mindset. And I'm not even listening to a podcast. I'm just walking. Literally. It could be a 10 minute walk. Now that day I could have worked out, but walking and getting the vitamin D uh and just kind of being outside, if it's the rain, I- I've created a habit, you know, new habit, but a habit of doing that. And that makes a big difference. And the days I do that, I don't look for any other nothing. Unless I'm out to dinner. That's different, right? But to need something to relax, I want to do it in a more positive way, right? I'm playing a big game here with Andresa and I'm playing a big game in my life. I don't want to do things by default either. So that's a big learned lesson. And I really love got it. clarity around that through working with someone. Um, I'm not that bright from to pull all those pieces together. I know when you know something's not working, don't do it alone. I think that's why Andresa and I love our community and what we build here because. It's the solopreneurs, right? We try to figure it out. Women try to figure out so much on our own. And, um, and just having a sounding board who's not related to me, right? Um, yeah. And I'm paying her for her expertise is really helpful. Um, and for her to pull some pieces together and say, you know, what does this look like? And maybe try this. I'm like taking notes. It's well worth my energy and time, right? So um, a lot to share there, but I wanted to share very personally because we need to continually look at what's working and what's not to mm-hmm. be honest with ourselves um i can i i'm a functioning person it's not like that one glass of wine you know i'm killing anyone or hurting anyone but i hurt myself i'm hurting my bigger vision i want to be the best version of liz right and so what does that look like and and for me to go take that walk and to clear my mind i'm a better mom i'm a better wife i'm a better business partner i'm a better everything and I'm, and and i and i feel good about that versus up oh, I got to relax quickly and I got to use a, another third party device to do that. To so, do that. that
1: that's I what I got for self care. I love when therapists give give like specifics, right? Yeah. and, and tools. Um uh, just to give a quick resource for people that are listening. Um this past weekend I watched on Netflix this this uh uh series uh documentary, I'm sorry, called Shoes. So Jana healed uh the actor um, he interviewed his therapist. Love it. That's cool. I just love it. I I love it so much. You'd be surprised with with it. And Jonah Hill's was, the funny guy, like the funny yes. guy curly yeah, hair. Yeah, but okay. he 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 uh, he was serious. He was vulnerable, and uh, it was about the his therapist who has Parkinson, okay. um, but very wise a man, and uh, he shared very specific tools. And they navigate and have very vulnerable conversations, but I, I, I just love it. I just, I consume anything about this. So if you guys are a Netflix interested, series, it's just a documentary is, oh. one, one stop shop. Yep. Cool. So I highly recommend. So as we, we close, close the ear here, right? As you, you count your, your blessings and the opportunities that you had to grow. Uh, we we want to thank you for being in this journey with us. You're playing the arena with us. You are growing. You're moving the needle forward, and I cannot wait, cannot wait for 2023 coming. And we're taking it to the next level. I can't wait to share all the ideas that keep popping in our head. That we're looking to expand even more and serve even more the investor community with the things that you guys tell us that you need. So yeah. thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts. And keep, and keep
0: sharing on our Facebook community. That's why we have a free Facebook community for you to share. You know, share your biggest wins from a self-care. So yeah, put it first. Uh, Business and real estate investing perspective, and then share one major goal, one, one thing you want to see more of next year. And and that's how kind of goal setting works. It's simple and it's, it's in the sharing of what we're up to and what's coming up for us. It becomes more real and more, there's more accountability. So, you know, that would be amazing to take us on and put that in the Facebook group. And at least from a Facebook perspective and a 14,000 women in the group, we'll hold you accountable collectively. So thank you so much for being on this journey and we'll see
1: you soon. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to receive updates on our next interviews, go to our website, therealestateinvestor.com. There, you can subscribe to our show, become part of our investor community, and get updates on upcoming episodes.
0: If you like our show, please share it with other women who would benefit. And don't forget to leave us a rating on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it.
1: And as always, we
0: encourage you to take one action as a result of today's show and put it into motion so you can live both a financially free and balanced life. Thanks for spending time with us. Ciao.